Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. As per usual, once a week, I talk with the production crew of Tony Gill and Rick Camp. And we announced on the show that Tony's got a new job. Yay! He's going to leave the score and be in charge of podcasting for NBC Sports Chicago. And he's having a hard time dealing with all the attention. (laughs) Yeah, it's so uncomfortable you know because i've always been like the behind the scenes kind of guy isn't that literally the name of your behind the headlines yeah. the yeah. name <laughs> of the podcast yeah. that you do for the score yeah yeah so all all of this you know is it's definitely appreciate i'm thankful for you know all the love that i've been getting today um but yeah it's still weird still weird I think it will always be weird. Well, I mean, it's going to go away. Like, you're getting a lot of, and obviously, once you leave, like, that day will be emotional and all Mm -hmm. sorts of stuff. But the the attention part of it will go away, like, this weekend. Yeah. People move on to the next thing. I'm tired of you and your new-ass job. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, it's... um... I mean, it's. I didn't thank all the people that I wanted to thank, you know, on there, and I'm pretty sure I'll, you know, have other opportunities and text people directly. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people. Like, it hasn't been like me at all. Like, there's a lot of people that, you know, fed into me and what has become what I am now. Like, a lot of people uh, that has helped me out. So um, it's just it's too many to count, and I'm pretty sure I'll get to everybody individually eventually. But, yeah, I'm a culmination of everybody that I respect, you know, in this business. All of that, I've taken little pieces from everybody that I respect and added it to my game. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to you're supposed to take from folks that you like and sometimes folks you don't mm-hmm. and add it to who you are. I know that there are a lot of things in how I – my feelings on treating producers is because of how I was treated as a producer. Mm. So my goal is to not treat producers the way that I was treated. Yeah, I mean, it's so you can, you can yeah. learn even from the negative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely picked up stuff that I've seen people that, you know, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I would go about it that route. <laughs> um, but it's crazy how this is all kind of, you know, ending here. You know, with Rick Camp. Rick Camp was the first person that, like, taught me stuff when I got here. Like, the very first day, that overnight shift, Rick Camp mm-hmm. was the person. So he's to, to blame. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I didn't teach him to think he would. He does on certain things. I don't claim that. <laughs> but, yeah, Rick Camp was the very first guy when I got hired. And uh, who else? Like, Joe Dredge. When I was interning, he was here. He taught me how to do stuff. Adam Harris was the first person that taught me how to make an open. He, I, I doubt Adam Harris even knows who I am at this point. No, Adam Pac-Man <laughs> but, Harris knows who you are. But yeah, man, just just so many memories here. So, I mean, and, and that doesn't mean, you know, that won't come back maybe in the future or anything like that. But it's just, this is the place where I wanted to work. That's it. I didn't have a vision past this. Um, until you know, a couple of months ago, like I, I thought this was the this was the place for me. I made it for me in my in my opinion, in my eyes. This was enough. If I didn't do anything else, or if I didn't achieve, I'm happy that I got to work at my favorite radio station. It's kind of like in the Matrix, 
Like in the Matrix, when you watch the first Matrix, you're like, man, Morpheus is like, that's it. Like, and then you find out that Morpheus works for some people, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like Morpheus had a boss and another <laughs> boss and a council of people that were his boss. And that's what it's like. Like once you got here, the the whole world opened up. I, I would tell you, I've been in the score for 20, almost 22 years now, which is crazy uh, that I've been here since 1998. And it is interesting, like what happens like, you think of everything in terms of this place. Mm. And it's hard sometimes to see outside of this place. And it was probably, God, maybe 2008 or nine when I started to be like, oh, I could do other stuff? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Like, I can do other things and work at other places. And it'll, it'll take you to other places. And it's okay. Mm. The great thing about the score is that I think it'll be here. So, like, if if you ever want to come back, like, it'll be here. Probably have to start again from working overnight. No. Work my way up. That's usually (laughs) not what happens when you leave. It's it's a weird phenomenon, but usually when you leave, you become more valuable. Hmm. I mean, think think about it. Think about Jason, Hmm. for example. Herb. Right. Like, Jason, Jason leaves. And he didn't really have an on like a show. He leaves, he goes to Atlanta, and is like, oh, put him on in the middle of the day. <laughs> and like it doesn't take, you know, a whole day to recognize sunshine. Right. Like right. Jason was doing work when he was here as a producer. So mm-hmm. it's I'm glad that you're having the experience of going someplace else, seeing how other people work, and being able to, you know, take that, take whatever you learned here. And the good stuff, and magnify it for what you do over there at NBC. Yeah, it's and, and, and I think the best part about it for me is I've already made connections with a lot of people over there mm-hmm. already. So when I'm working with them and we're creating stuff, like it'll it'll still feel natural. You'll still be over there. Like I, t- I told uh, in and out, Rick. Though. I told him <laughs> I'll be going home. <laughs> I told <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> Before today's show, I was like, I, I, I felt like Spider-Man joining the Avengers, you know, yeah. over there at NBC. And, you know, Lawrence is Captain America and Jason is like Iron Man. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm just happy to be here, you yeah. know, well, the on thing, the roster. The thing yeah. was, is that I wanted to know if he thought I was Iron Man. Because I was like, so I'm going to die. Like, <laughs> I, and it turns out I'm just going to get old. I'm not, that's just how it's going to play. I'm going to get old and then I'm going to hand my shield to Herb. Or uh, I guess if we just keep doing it that way, uh, figure out what the hell is going on. But yeah, it's, you don't, Spider-Man's his own hero, though. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like I like guys on movies care, and neighbor, everything. The, the neighborhood, mm-hmm. you guys handle all the larger things. Um, yeah, the na- friendly neighborhood Spider Man is, is cool. What the hell are we gonna do now, Campy? <laughs> I, I don't know, but <laughs> I, I've been I've legit been thinking about it since Tony told me, and I don't know because you know I don't know how much we can actually say. But, I have know, some ideas because I've been working on some things behind because I know like. I know I've already gotten like texts from friends that are like, Lawrence is looking for an EP. How bad are you at your job? And I'm like, eh, it's that's not, not that simple. That's not really obviously it's not that simple. Campy would yeah. be ideal to be the EP of the show. Yeah. 
but yeah, circumstances. He has responsibilities <laughs> on the show previous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that means uh, there are some other choices. But I've uh I've already uh, made some inquiries. I was telling Tony today yeah. um that and now I think maybe he gets it. I think <laughs> before when I said it before the show, he was like, nah. I was like, some of these people that are thanking you are like, hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Absolute people in this building, people outside this building, ev- yes, 100%. Like the first the first thought, the initial, well, hopefully for most people, your first blush is good for Tony, and then the next breath is how can I capitalize? I'm I'm telling you, you've already gotten those texts, Tony, from people like congratulations. <laughs> some folks trying to get back in, some, some, yeah, some people somebody, trying to uh, get in. Yeah, somebody randomly DM me, you know, hey, could you you know put in a word for me? I'm like, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, don't don't do it for anybody. Just yeah. just worry about you. Yeah. Get out the door. Enjoy your week, and just don't. Touch the yeah, phone like, for those purposes. <laughs> yeah, people like underestimate like how like I don't have that type of you know cloud here. Like whatever decision. If is, you made a suggestion you know, to me, I would take it seriously. I don't tell people that. Yeah, but you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to suggest certain people. But if if you said right. to me, "Hey, this person you should take a long look at," I would. I'm not Ryan Pace. I sit down with them. <laughs> I I talk to them and find out mm-hmm. if if they're what what I'm looking for. But yeah, man, like. Of, I'm sure that I haven't even checked my email today. Oh, I'm yeah, it's sure gonna, it's gonna be cracking. That it's already, <laughs> and you know, I'm trying to, you know, I, I try to do things the right way. Like I'm used to this. I mm-hmm. people graduated from my show all the time when I was working at nights. Like it's just a thing that happens. Like you get a better day part. People don't want to live that, and then eventually, and then finally in March, I graduated mm-hmm. from the nighttime right. show and was able to move to a better day part. So I've. I've been through this before, so I, we'll be fine. But mm-hmm. I've already oh, yeah, definitely. You guys, are, yeah. I mean, the, a large chunk of the show is still here, so you know. Yeah, is that yeah, a fat guys, joke. I feel like it was. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was Tony making a fat joke. <laughs> yep. But, but yeah, I mean, but like I felt, I've always felt like, even when I was unsure about the job initially, this like being EP of Lawrence Home Show. I was like, I always was comfortable enough that, like, well, Lawrence is such a great host that it will cover a lot of the flaws that I have. And that's what happened. Like, I made plenty of mistakes, a lot. Um, But Lawrence being a great host and then Campy being an experienced producer really helped me. You guys talk about, like, the growth I have in eight months. It's due to you guys. Like, just being around you guys on a day-to-day basis where it was just, you know, before it was like Spotty, I work with Lawrence maybe two or three times a week, if that. I'll mm-hmm. see Campy maybe once yeah. a week. Um, but having that constant presence of two, a really, really strong host and a really, really strong uh, experienced producer is a, is, is a was a huge benefit for me. Well, I, I knew that... that- there were different things I wanted to do with this show as opposed to the nighttime show. And that had to be done because of the crunch. Like with a four hour show, I can do all my weird stuff. Like I can dedicate an hour to all of my weird stuff. And I knew Mm -hmm. that there were some things I wanted to do once. I think it was, I went home maybe after the first 
I think it was like 10 days in. So maybe two weeks, the first two weeks. And I was like, oh, well, now I don't have to worry about the rundown anymore. Like, I don't have to tell Tony explicitly what I want from the rundown because I've told him, here's the structure of it. This is what we're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And now he knows. So by the time the third week of the show rolled around, I could just come in. And if there was something specific that I wanted, I would ask Tony. But I didn't have to. See everything. Here's what happened in the White Sox game. Here's what happened in the Cubs game. Here's what's going on with the Bulls. This thing's kind of funny. We should throw that in. All that stuff. Like, and once you get to that point where you're a producer, it becomes super easy. Yep. Like, Joe can still read my mind mm-hmm. because we were mm-hmm. together for ten years. So he knows his show is structured similarly to mine. He's improved upon the structure, which is not a surprise, but he knows what I would do and how I would do it. And now you know, and now Campy knows, like, how I am going to go about the craziness of putting a show together. And once you catch that vibe with your your producers and your host, you can just do whatever. Like, you can walk in without being prepared. Not that I ever would, but I could because I know the show's been taken care of to the point where I can walk in and Tony will hand me the sheet and be like, this is what we're doing today. This is the guest. This is the stories. This is what we need to make sure that we're on top of. That's great. Like learning that, like having that comfort is, is important. Yeah. And I mean, I can tell you how many conversations, like side conversations that I've had with your previous people that you've worked with in the EPs, like Joe and Herb, um, and Matabatacola. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, like, just side, different side conversations. How do you, you know, what's up with Lawrence? You know, how, do, how does Lawrence work? And because I knew, like, you were the probably, well, I did some spotty stuff on the afternoon. But that was never really, I was never really comfortable with that because I don't have that opportunity to talk with them on a constant basis. And that's what I needed was constant uh, communication. So working with Lawrence on the nighttime show, um, I had that. And I felt really comfortable with that. And talking to previous executive producers uh, was was beneficial. And I really enjoyed the conversations, too. Are you scared about anything? Yes. I mean, I think that kind of goes into how I felt about today. Everybody, you know, texters and people texting me. Um, saying, you know, congrats and stuff like that is I don't want to disappoint anybody. Um, that I mentioned on the show, Brendan gave me the in here by accepting a random kid's email about loving the score and wanting to intern here. Um, so starting with Brendan and then Mitch for hiring me and then you and... You know, Terry may have forgot about him, but I used to intern their show as well, as long as uh, the Lawrence Holmes show. All the people that have helped me get here, I just have a fear of disappointing them. And I think that's why I go the extra step in grinding out, going to games and talking to people. Is is like I want to make sure what these people felt using their time to feed into me to help me grow, I don't want to make them feel like it was wasted or just like it, I failed them. Uh, my family, too. 
like I had a d- regular nine to five and I could have just kept going with that. And I wanted to stop because I hated it. And my father talked to me about, hey, you know, you're leaving a nice gig. You sure you want to do this? And I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. And he was all for it. Helped me pay for college. All of that. Like, all of those people, my family, my parents, my brothers and sisters, who when I had to take a part-time, you know, job in order to go to school and intern, I didn't have money, you know, a lot of it. They helped me out a lot. Like, I just don't <clears throat> want to... I don't, I don't want to fail them, and I think that's my biggest fear. You're not going to. Like, the investment that's been put in you by everyone that you feel like has helped get you to this point, the investment has been put into you because people know what, what type of person you are and what you're capable of. Like, this is just the first step of this next thing. Like, or I guess maybe the second, like you being the named EP is like the first step of it. And then you leaving the nest, like you're, you're not going to disappoint any of us. Like there's no way you could, you're not wired that way. Even if you, even if you fail, it won't be because you didn't try. And as long as you're willing to keep putting in the work to try and, move the needle or be good at this and try different stuff, you won't fail. Like I know that that's a, it's a rational fear. I know that. And I, and I know that me telling you this probably won't help, but we're not worried. We're like the collect. I feel very comfortable whether speaking for campy, Mm -hmm. Herbie, Maddie, your parents, Mitch, Terry, Anyone that you come in contact with, we're not worried that you're going to fail. If that makes you feel any better, <laughs> yeah, we're I not mean, worried I, at all. Yeah, if it, it it does make me feel, you know, better. Um, but I think that I need a little bit of that just to make sure that I'm not forgetting, you know. A little pressure that you put right. on yourself. Right. I feel it too. I mean, yeah. I go I go through that as well. Like I don't I don't want to let people down because I know that the the spot that I'm in is a, a pretty important one and you don't want to let people down, but know that the people that have helped you get here, we're not just going to stop. Like we're not, we're not going to stop supporting you. Like we'll still be available to you. Now it's just a new role that you're, you're going to be in, which is great. And, and you've worked hard and you've earned that role. It's going to be fun, Tony. Like, Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I'm I'm looking for You're to, in charge of something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am. It's weird. I keep using that word weird. Don't let imposter syndrome like take you down, man. Yeah. We yeah, all we it. all yeah. do it. We all think that we don't deserve to be at a particular place, but mm-hmm. we do. We do. We've earned it. Mm. We all deserve Twinkie cereal. I'm not as on that as everybody else. Like I think I'll give it a try, but I'm not yeah. as hyped. You're Campy, we're definitely trying this, right? Oh, yeah. Apparently, it's a Walmart exclusive, so I know we have to go there. Well, I only found that out because Jay was going to get it because we recorded an I'm Fat podcast today, mm-hmm. and he wanted to have it for a live taste test, but he went to Target. And then oh. I think, and then I 
think it was like someone texted in when we were talking about it and then or something like that. Like they saw it at Walmart and then I and then I searched it and it's like a Walmart thing. Oh, who knew? Yeah, yeah. I saw um, they got some Sour Patch Kids cereal too yeah, that I no, saw. That's you a can, thing. You can yeah. keep every bit of that. Oh, I don't like that at all. No. Yeah, I, yeah, that looks gross. It yeah, looked gross it doesn't look fun. It. What are you gonna do this weekend, Tony? You gonna you gonna celebrate or what? Um, Bulls game tomorrow. <laughs> Great. <laughs> what a perfect way. Um, to... Probably one of the last few episodes of No Zones. You and Cody. Um, I'm trying to coat Campy's coming, so I'll probably get all three of us in there. Okay. Uh, for one last hurrah. I wonder if it's late, too late for me to get a credential. Yeah, you haven't been to a game yet. Yeah. It's a five, it's a five o'clock start tomorrow. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's probably too late. I think they do 48 hours. Uh, you're Lawrence Holmes. Eh, that, that's not the building where that's, <laughs> I can get away with that. There's a couple places where I'm Lawrence Holmes mm-hmm. works. The United Center for Bulls <laughs> is not one of them. Like, I need it to be. I need it to be in in bold type in the email right. from that. Right. Like White Sox game, I can roll up. Mm. Cubs game, I can roll up. Even in some cases, I can roll up on Hallis Hall. Some, although mm. after today's show, maybe not so much. <laughs> but yeah. Bulls. I think they got a picture yeah. of me over there. Make sure I don't go. Yeah, the director likes dots. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I kind of figured like a couple of weeks ago because I was trying, I was efforting Jim Boylan to come on the show. Mm-hmm. And then like the uh, the Lakers thing happened and I was like, yeah, probably not getting Jim on the show. I'd still like to talk with Jim. Maybe, I, maybe I'll, I'll pop up over the next couple of weeks and go talk with Jim personally. Yeah, he's, Although, a, he's a he's a good human being. I I, I agree. I agree with you. I like, think I've that had side conversations with Jim. He is a good person. I'm just I'm just not convinced that he's a good coach, and yeah. it's gonna be hard for me to. I'm bad at disguising my feelings <laughs> sometimes, and I, I'm he's gonna I've be looking better at me, with that. And he's gonna be like, oh, he knows. Yeah, I've gotten a lot better yeah. with that. It's like, all right, you know, I say this stuff about these people. You know, on air, obviously nothing egregious, not name calling or anything. Yeah, like not that. personal, right? No. But it's just what I see on the court. Uh, so when I go in, it's like these dudes don't even know who I am. So it's fine. And if somebody has any questions, hey, just pull up. To me, right? Pull right. up. It's fine. We can discuss it if you have any. But I mean, I don't think the Bulls even know what know what I do until like just a week ago. Like uh, one of the PR people, they're like, "Yeah, I haven't seen you at practices, you know, this year." Uh, I was like. Yeah, because I do a show every day. I was like, oh, you guys didn't even know what I did. Oh, they didn't. <laughs> That's not their fault. That's no, not... it's fine. They, they got to worry about the Joes and, the, and yeah. the Cowleys and the Darnells. They got to find <laughs> out know? where Cowley is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Cowley? <laughs> I mean, now they're starting to get a better picture with Darnell's interview on uh, you guys' show. Yeah. 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 So now they got to <laughs> get a clear picture, even though we're the radio home of the Chicago Bulls. They just never really, I guess, paid attention. Even though they pay attention to everything, we just kind of missed. Campy, what are you yeah. going to do this weekend? Anything fun uh, other than go to Bulls? No, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy the morning tomorrow. So hopefully, sleep in as much as I can. Good call. Go to the Bulls, and then prep because Tony and I got to do a show on Sunday morning. Yeah, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, I know. That's the fun. Oh, you guys are gonna have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, some it's, bears, it's, some bulls. Yeah, we'll do. We'll probably. I would assume start out bulls, and then the closer we get to NFL kickoff, we'll 
focus a lot more bears and I don't know, we might have a guest or two on. We don't we don't really need if, it. If we bring the show that we do behind the scenes in the Ooh. control room Boy. on air, that is an entertaining show. It's a hard thing to to Ooh. learn how to do that because you <laughs> yeah. can do it. Yeah. And Jason and I have done that. Mm-hmm. Like when we get together, it's what would happen what would happen if you put Jason and I in a room? But but yeah. We have to have some filters. Oh, that's actually yeah. one of my ideas over there at NBC is getting you guys together to do something. I think we I think it would be a brilliant idea with no filters. I think we should do a podcast. I think yeah. the Jason and I's podcast would do crazy numbers. Mm-hmm. I'll come in after he's done or like before he finishes uh bull before he starts Bulls pre mm-hmm. or whenever. I'm I'm committed to to doing a podcast with Jason. The streets need it. I, I, I'm, they're probably gonna have to. Well, you know, look over their contracts and see. If no, it's I, I don't care. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm supposed to do a podcast every week, mm-hmm. so let me do that podcast. Well, I'm supposed to do two. I mean, mm-hmm. I do the one during football season mm-hmm. with the guys, which is really just me, you know, serving it up yeah. for yeah. them. And then I'm gonna start doing one midweek. But I, I'd, I'd love to just do one with Jason. Yeah. Me and Jason once a week on a podcast? Mm-hmm. Be dope. Mm-hmm. If I only knew someone in charge of podcasting <laughs> yeah. over there that could make stuff like that happen. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I want you to get I want you both to get the hell out of here because you're gonna do extra work mm-hmm. today. Just go home. Enjoy. Like get some sleep. You turn your phone off for a while. Yeah, that's what I plan on doing. Yeah. Turn it off for a while. I got in late last night. Yeah, from Milwaukee. Yeah, it's a different ball game covering a game on the road, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. If if you know, if I got paid to do it and done it, I could see myself doing that. It was fun. That travel schedule in the NBA yeah. is. I mean, at least it's not baseball, but still, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. But you get a different type of access on the road than you do at home. Yeah, but man, Milwaukee—they got to step up, man. With just. The life experience of living in Milwaukee, <laughs> like uh, well, like the ops. game, the stadium operations oh. was just yeah. lacking. Extremely, we are spoiled here. Yeah. They have I a good, they have a good care. mascot, but outside of that, the building's yeah. nice, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, the building. I love for fans, the not for media. Yeah, yeah, they got some issues. <laughs> yeah, but for the fans, like I like the way structurally, like everything feeds into the court. Like mm-hmm. the most important thing is the basketball or what you're seeing on the court. And I like the way it's built that way. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the in-game stuff was just... They didn't have uh, Red Panda or whatever? No. Uh, yeah, or uh, what was it, the Simon Says guy on Saturday? Yeah. Or uh, Quick Change? Quick Nothing. Change? Yep. Yeah. Nothing. It was, they did a, a musical montage because it was their veterans night. I saw they had the, the four guys that were sitting yeah, in the front row. Yeah. Uh, they did at the halftime show. They just did a musical montage of all the various. They did like super theme songs, pa- patriotic stuff. Yeah, I was like, every, <laughs> everybody's looking like. Eh, I don't. Yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no disrespect. You know, to the people that have served. You know, salute to you. But I I man. often wonder well, half if, game, if halftime entertainment. I often wonder if they're like that's enough. You know what I mean? Like, are, yeah. are people that are, are active military? I mean, isn't that what the NFL's for? Yeah, yeah. and they pay for it. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. 
All right, boys, go have yourselves a great weekend. Tony, turn off your phone. All right. Thanks for listening to Loho Daily. I'll have a, a fresh Bears pod as soon as the – I mean, it'll probably be 1 in the morning on Sunday when I get it done, but it'll be ready for you. Hopefully, it'll be after a Bears win, and then all hell is going to break loose on the score Monday if the Bears are 5-5. Five and five, Woo! Family! See you then. Congrats, Tony.